0: From the Summer Street Studios behind the mask hockey shops present College Hockey West Weekly. Behind the masks College Hockey West Weekly is brought to you by Desert Toyota of Tucson. No gimmicks, no games, just a great car and a great experience. Find us at deserttoyota.com or at 7150 East 22nd Street in Tucson. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask hockey shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. By M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. By Summer skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at SummerSkates.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Now at our two locations, the original at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas and the new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. And by College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource college hockey west weekly from the summer skate studios presented by behind the mask is a part of the ice time hockey network here are your hosts scott strandy and paul hornstein
1: all right well welcome in hockey fans it's tuesday night which means it's time for college hockey west weekly scott strandy with you tonight from uh, cloudy and overcast chandler arizona my co host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from that beautiful big palatial estate where I understand the weather is beautiful and things are fantastic out on Long Island, New York.
0: I want whatever you're smoking, dude.
1: <laughs> what part of that wasn't true? <laughs> um, mo- all of it. <laughs> okay. Just checking. Just checking. How are you?
0: I'm uh, good, you know. Um... <laughs> Uh, you know it'd be nicer if it was about 30 degrees warmer oh what is the 70 now yeah yeah Uh. 70 yeah if you put the two numbers together (laughs) you know the three and the four in that order
1: (laughs) yeah yeah, Oh, uh, okay just checking so so it's a a miserable day on long island uh yeah tomorrow's my miserable day what tomorrow's gonna be my miserable day Wow. 20 to 30 mile an hour winds and 100% chance of rain in the desert. Just tell the chauffeur to take it easy. <laughs> yeah. I told the chauffeur that to take it easy, and guess what? He took a rock right to the windshield.
0: Well, you know, get another chauffeur. I don't know what the hell to tell you.
1: <laughs> or how about if, uh, if dump trucks don't drop big rocks out of the back of their dump truck? How about that? uh anyway. yeah well yeah i'm a little you know. bitter i'm a little bitter that's all i'm saying really I'm a little bit bitter about it anyway well, it's time to talk hockey uh really? cole gutman the uh, former denver pioneer playing right here in tempe arizona tonight patrick really? kane wanted no part of uh, mullet arena so he got traded today
0: to well, your was... favorite
1: team the new york rangers um
0: yeah okay whatever <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> and and the coyotes did their part. And uh, and and threw in something and took something, I'm sure, to well, try I'm to make sure, the deal happen.
0: I'm sure they took some more salary. Yeah, why that? not? Yeah, no, I get it.
1: <laughs> Got to get to that floor pretty soon.
0: Got to get to that floor. And, and you know, uh, I don't know exactly what it is that... Um...
1: They did get a third-round pick in 2025.
0: Really? Duh. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know what they're going to do with that player so
1: soon, but... <laughs> what are they gonna do with any of their draft picks? That's all they have is draft picks. Well, listen, you gotta have something. Nick Bukes did uh sitting out tonight as a uh trade watch. Jacob well, Chicker sitting out again watch. as a trade watch. So Lauren Dufon has been called up from the Tucson Roadrunners and is playing tonight um straight up against Cole Gutman. Isn't the whole team on a trade watch? Yeah, but you can't sit them all. You can only protect so many. Oh,
0: okay. I don't know. Seems to be a lot of that. I don't know. Seems to be a
1: lot of that going on in Arizona.
0: I don't know. I'm just saying that, that, you know, I guess they're calling tonight the tank
1: bowl. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Did I lose you or what?
0: No, I'm just. Because
1: all of a sudden. You didn't say anything, and I thought, where are you? Okay, anyway, well, I'm here. Man, I'm here. Okay, all good. Tuesday night, last night we had Coach Mayotte, um from the Colorado College on, so we didn't get a chance right. to talk too much numbers because we were too busy talking Tiger hockey.
0: Well, it's because he's cornering the goalie market.
1: <laughs> that he is. Okay, if you're a goalie, do you not want to go play uh, for the Colorado College Tigers? You got Peter Menino. And Chris Mayotte right there. No, oh, I the get best it. I just uh, Golden. i am just tending guru coaches no, listen, uh, I'm just, out there.
0: I'm just saying. And look we, what they're we,
1: doing we, with the sponge. Who? Yeah, Caden the sponge and Barrickle.
0: No. Don't no, I told you, I don't I don't know who that is. And <laughs> stop bringing. Well he doesn't games. play at the Ralph. Um or I the Herb. I, that's, I don't know what you're talking about. He plays at the Robeson.
1: Either. No. Stop. <laughs> You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, you uh, I'm just telling you, telling it like it is. You're the uh, one that refuses to believe the nicknames. No, no, no. Well, first of all, nicknames have to be
0: legit. They have to be earned. They are
1: legit. No, they're not. Caden the Sponge and Barico, No, they're not. Is there not. anybody that's more of a sponge than they, than Caden? I didn't well, just true, dream that up. I do, watched uh, it. No. No. <laughs> You're just upset because you didn't come up with it. That's what it is. Uh, I I I'm upset
0: to come because I didn't come up with something I would never even come up that I would <laughs> never even think
1: to come up with. Like <laughs> in the sponge embaracle. And anyway, No. What are we going to name the new guy? Who is the new guy anyway, you know?
0: I don't know. I sent you a text message. I'm sure that the coach couldn't talk about it because I don't know if of he's Of course not. Wrestling.
1: He can't <laughs> that, but, that guy is so far down the 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 Pike, as far as coming to Colorado College, that nobody can talk about except us.
0: Well, there's apparently. Well, no, your our buddies at CC Hockey Nation talked about it.
1: Well, Of course, they can too, but yeah. uh, nobody officially can because he's an not 05 signed. is what—that's two years away.
0: You're not bringing mm-hmm. most. You're not
1: bringing in a, an 18 year old goalie. You wouldn't think so, but uh, so he's, he's going to lose one and away. maybe two. Because he's uh, and Jake you, Begley will be back next year, but um, well, what are you? Ver, you're not going to bring Matt Vernon's leaving. You're not really
0: going to bring a guy like that in. At least until you're number one at the moment. It's a junior. Because how many years do you want a guy to sit? How many years is a guy gonna sit?
1: Yeah, exactly. Ask uh, Gibson Homer. Well, uh, I I don't, I don't know what
0: the original plan with that was. Um. Uh, you know, he was, you know, he obviously was committed before uh, TJ Sempton Felter came in. And now they get to redshirt shirt him, keep him around for an extra year. You know, he, he.
1: I mean, listen, I don't. And, well, that's what you want him to do. But well, I don't what does Gibson Homer want to do? You think he wants to sit around and not play for four years? No, I'm not going to say he's going to not play for four years. Didn't say that. When's he I mean, gonna? He I won't. know, but when's he gonna play? I don't know. Maybe he won't. Right. So he probably won't want to sit around. Is my guess. But whatever. No.
0: But you know the 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 gentleman, uh, according to CC Hockey Nation, whose name is Carson Musser, six foot four, and has played against a bunch of teams for the National Development Team program.
1: Probably played uh, against uh, the Lindenwood yeah. Lions. Yeah.
0: Uh, Nobody founder, will
1: ever know. That's a secret. Nobody's allowed to know what happened know. during that series.
0: And I guess he's, according to that same Twitter feed, the number five North American goalie for the upcoming draft. So.
1: Way to go, Coach Mayotte i put him on the spot last night you know that and he he kind of avoided it i said who's the better recruiter legit or or um manino he should have (laughs) said himself look at all those guys he brought to michigan yeah yeah he he just said he just said you know what they're both great i said good job coach way to walk that line expected him to say i don't know i don't know i was driving on manino that's why i did that so anyway uh he's gonna get even with me this weekend i'm sure he will yeah i'm sure he will as well um that's okay i'm ready for him i got broad shoulders no No, i got broad shoulders
0: well that's true but you know i don't know if you're really
1: ready for menino i'm always ready for him bring it bring it okay so uh last night we didn't get a chance to talk numbers really because we were busy talking tiger hockey which we're still talking apparently 10 yeah 10 minutes into the show well
0: (laughs) we're gonna eventually talk about him again anyway when we talk about we're gonna nchc standings right
1: we're gonna do that right now because that's how we're gonna start the show is uh it is a huge week weekend um in nchc hockey did you tell me that these this is the only league that's not playing a conference tournament this weekend that is correct okay Um, which means that there's one weekend left to find your spot and there are still some spots open right
0: let's put it this way um that's actually not true. Hockey East doesn't start their tournament until
1: a week from tomorrow. Oh, thought they were going to start their tournament maybe in April or something because they start their season late. No, but so.
0: that means, but listen, listen, it's, of course they're going to play it on a Wednesday. Of course they are. Right. But, you know, at least that gives me some midweek, some mid-week hockey yeah. like we had today.
1: Yeah, you're, you're short. Who won that game today, by the way? Uh, that would be the uh, Anchorage Seawolves, 5-3. Ah, Matt Shasby and the boys, get it done.
0: They're yeah, still challenging
1: for the College Hockey West Independent Cup. Okay. They got to keep battling, but they're still challenging. Only one loss and only one loss for the team from Fairbanks.
0: Yeah, they they got a tough road to hoe. Do we have tie-breaking procedures? Oh, yeah, we do. It's
1: going to be okay. a shootout. No. <laughs> between the coaches how about that how about oh, so the okay now that shootout. i would probably
0: that that <laughs> i would probably pay
1: to see the coaches against their goaltender how about that that In a that, is
0: pro- that is probably something i would pay to see
1: okay all right we'll come up although with well we might, we might not have a tie i mean there might be the winning percentage might tilt one way or the other before it's done. all right okay Okay, so uh, let's jump into the NCHC because there's only one matchup for the uh, conference tournament that's set. That, of course, being the number one Denver Pioneers against the number eight Miami Redhawks. Paul, is there any chance at all that the Redhawks escape round one of this tournament? No.
0: (laughs) No. No.
1: I I mean... (laughs) Uh, they're going to show up and play though and do and give Miami will give them a
0: problem they always give Denver a problem problem for Miami is they just don't have enough and you're telling me they're going to win two games in a weekend at Magnus with the talent difference in those two teams now listen does Ludwig Pearson get on such a roll that he shuts Denver out a couple of times, I guess anything is possible, but no. No, Miami has no chance.
1: Okay, so uh, that means the Denver Pioneers are going to advance to the frozen face-off again. Uh, in Pioneer land, Paul, it's known as we have three trophies, there's two to go.
0: Um. Okay, I just, just so you know, Miami's won three conference games all year. To suddenly think that they're going to win almost as many conference games in a weekend at Denver. Just doesn't make any sense.
1: No. Good point. Good point. Okay, so let's go with the hypothetical matchups as they stand right now. So let's go with two versus seven. Who do you got, Paul? If um, it were to start today. Uh, that we would know be, it won't.
0: Right. We, you know,
1: that would be Omaha and CC. We both like that matchup. We talked off air We both like that matchup. Um, It's really close. But who do you give the edge to in that one, Paul?
0: I mean, it's hard to go against the home team. I'm just saying stylistically. Of the teams that CC can play, which means Western or St. Cloud in the first round. That's a better matchup for a
1: team that struggles to score? Yeah, and it certainly is on the road um, because you would much rather travel to Omaha than to go to St. Cloud and play them, as you said, the big ice, or go all the way back to Kalamazoo and play against the uh, Lawson Lunatics.
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't know what the travel is for that, but you would know better. It's certainly not easier to get to Omaha.
1: Much closer to get to Omaha than either one of those other two.
0: Right, so... Um, that means you can get more CC fans there too.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. They're not, you know. I mean, it's a trip, but it's not a bad trip. And if the weather's decent, it's okay. Yeah, so, okay. So, um so who are we leaning towards? An upset? Could this be an upset weekend, Paul? The first weekend of the tournament.
0: I don't know. Talk to me next week.
1: Okay. I can't talk to you until till then, or you can't. Well, oh, or talk to you about this. Yeah. Next week. Don't, uh, first of all, I don't and I don't make predictions anyway. I know you don't, but I always try to sneak one in there. I, I try to confuse you until you say something and you go, Oh, I didn't mean to say that. Um, how many years <laughs> have we been doing this? I know, but I do it every year. So anyway. And, and has it ever worked? Every year it works. No, it doesn't. You, you slip up on something that you're not you're not expecting and I slide it in there and then it, That's it's not slip. true. Anyway, but go ahead anyway. Uh, okay. Um so That means there's a uh, three six matchup coming up. Who do we got there, Paul? Well, as it stands right now,
0: and I assume they list the standings in the order with tiebreakers, but I guess we can find out. um, The green and white. We knew
1: who the associate commissioner was for the NCHC. Uh, Yeah. Well, I don't know how they list things,
0: Uh, but um, as of right now, uh, that would be. The uh, green and white of North Dakota, the Fighting Hawks. Oh, is that what they are? I'm sorry. I thought they were something else. Fighting um, Hawks. Where are they going? Um, well, I, I, like I said, I assume that they list the standings in the right order. So that being the case, they would be heading to uh, Kalamazoo.
1: To face. Ouch. Ouch. That could mean a quick out for the green and white and uh, no tournament Uh Well,
0: appearance. I don't know. Would it be? Because they played – North North Dakota played Western at home and beat them twice. Well, a, a loss – you know, a win and a tie for North Dakota.
1: In Grand Forks. Yes. That's a lot different than the loss in the Lunatics, especially after they just came off a whooping. Well, see, the weird thing Denver. is –
0: The weird thing is that, well, it looks like uh, I'm I'm looking for Western and St. Cloud, and they only played twice to see who would win the tiebreaker. And it's one and one, so I don't know. But uh, no, North Dakota, but then they beat North Dakota twice at home, including in that crazy 7-6 to game where Western came back with five of the last six goals to win the game. And this game
1: would be played where,
0: Paul? Uh, this would be in
1: Calabazoo. Uh, Kal- yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, well, so, yeah, but North Dakota sorry, uh, Eddie, was better. Sorry, there. Eddie. Sorry, Eddie. I like. But, yeah, uh, but North Dakota played better there. Than they they didn't did they win? At home. Did they? At At Western. Did they win at Western? Yes. Okay, I thought you said they won at home. Against no, our- no, no, no. They
0: beat North Dakota in North Dakota and and basically had a loss and a
1: tie at home. Okay.
0: Which is weird, but
1: okay. All right. Uh so that leaves a 4-5 matchup which uh there's only two teams left in the conference, so that would mean Minnesota Duluth going to Saint Cloud State?
0: Um yeah, and what I'm sure it would be a crazy crazy weekend up there in uh in Saint Cloud. Um just you know, two teams with opposite styles. And you have an in state rivalry and Olympic size ice sheet. Which favors St. Cloud, obviously, because they play on it all the time. But
1: and two head coaches that used to coach together.
0: Um yeah, lots of storylines. Lots and lots of
1: storylines. And they're gonna play this weekend. Which is even crazier, by the way. Always was the way it happens. It seems though, it, it always right? seems that way. For somehow that ends up that way. I don't know how. You know, you're um,
0: gonna, you know, the way it is now. You, you're at Duluth. You're gonna play four straight games in St. Cloud.
1: Sure. Didn't that happen last year too, or something very similar to
0: it? it? I don't know. What's the geography? You're the Minnesota guy. What's the geography?
1: Not far. Uh, 100. That doesn't tell me anything. 170 miles, maybe something like that. I haven't driven. Okay, it in that's a while, not but... far
0: for you and I. Okay,
1: who's it far for? <laughs>
0: well, wouldn't that—that's that's 170 miles. That's a three-hour bus trip.
1: That ain't nothing. Okay. That ain't nothing, my friend. As long as you don't have a snowstorm, it's nothing.
0: It's Minnesota. Of course there's going to be snow.
1: I said a hey, snowstorm. <laughs> Everybody in Minnesota is used to snow. It's just the snowstorms that cause the problem, and it's usually the fact that you can't see. That's what causes the problem.
0: Um, as Lewis blacks once said,
1: why do you people live here <laughs> for the ice fishing? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, so, so that's the way they would kind of lay out now, but as you and I have talked about again, off air, um, a lot of things can happen with everybody except number one and number eight. Well, let's, let's look, let's look at it realistically.
0: Okay. Uh for Western Michigan to catch Omaha, all right omaha is has got two games at North Dakota, so you know you have both teams fighting for something in that in that series right um would you realistically say that even giving a desperate North Dakota team home ice that you could see what would, would, is saying that that would be a split be unfair.
1: No, I would definitely say that'll be a split.
0: Okay. Well then that means if that's a split, okay, that means, uh, in order to pass Omaha Western or St. Cloud would have to sweep Their weekend both, series.
1: Both of those are highly unlikely because St. Cloud is playing UMD at St. Cloud. And that where is uh, where is Western playing? You know, and,
0: you know, I, I'm sure I said it already, and I just don't remember because I'm old. Now they're playing at Miami. Okay. So, so
1: not. It could happen. They can both could both sweep. If they both it sweep, could. then who gets the second spot?
0: Well, if they both sweep then I would assume it stays the way it is. And and, um, if if they both sweep, that would give them 45 points. If Omaha splits with North Dakota, that gives them 44 points. So that would move Omaha down to five or down to four. And Western and St. Cloud would be tied for second, but assuming that the standings are in the correct order, since they're not alphabetical, Western would finish second, St
1: Cloud would finish third that has gotta be something that Chris Mayd just does not want to see for his Colorado College Tigers. He does not want them to have to go to Kalamazoo. I'm almost gonna guarantee you that
0: well, that's not a three hour bus ride
1: no, no, that's not even a three hour plane ride <laughs> really i don't I don't <laughs> no, know no, I think it is but but anyway um it, so those matchups would be interesting that would make it extremely difficult for colorado college i think to win at kalamazoo now here's the interesting part of that let's say that happens and omaha gets the number four seed and Duluth is the five seed right now the bulldogs the vampires show up in omaha nebraska uh are you counting them out
0: i don't count the vampires out until they're dead
1: and that doesn't happen that often no they've never been dead have they not
0: really, no. <laughs> somebody will eventually put a wooden stake in him. but
1: anyway, they'll uh, the that could be an interesting matchup if that happens. Um, and and the point that I'm getting to in all this ball is that I think this is a year where there's an upset in the first round, and somebody what gets be, what somebody what gets would... to the Frozen Face Off that maybe isn't currently in the pairwise um, and. Who knows what could happen? Because when you get to St. Paul, Minnesota, it's let, let me put it to you this way I've been to what multiple is it, Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What the heck are you talking <laughs> no, about? No, but but I've been to the, the frozen face off a few times, and what happens in a one and done in the frozen face off is bizarre. And here's why it's bizarre um, Denver last year, of course, won a national championship that came in. Uh, tied for the Penrose Cup with North Dakota, and they got beat. And they weren't really up. I mean, they were. How do I say this correctly? They were upset, but it wasn't like it was the end of the world because they knew they were going to be a number one seed, and they knew they were going to be going um, to Loveland to uh, host a regional, if you will, uh, in their backyard. So you know, not winning the Frozen Faceoff was kind of a, a bummer, but not you know not season ending yeah, clearly but, and they went on to win a national championship yeah, but even if
0: they win this so, even if they win this year they're not going
1: to loveland exactly that's why i think it's going to be different this year for for denver i think when they and that's why i started the show off by saying in denver they say three trophies down two to go i think that this team particularly wants that frozen face-off trophy and wants a national championship trophy i think they want to hoist five trophies in april not just one or not three
0: five once again icebreaker
1: icebreaker penrose what else did they win gold pan that's three frozen face off that's four holy cow i'm not stretching it i'm not stretching they did they posted it we've got three trophies and we're gonna get five we want five what what what's a stretch the gold pan is as big as anything to them and the icebreaker is something that they hosted and competed against some really good teams and won this is one of the few years that there's five trophies up for grabs for them okay and they've got so three still, yeah, so they got two more to go and one of them is a frozen face-off so i think this is going to be a motivated denver team this year more motivated than normal even though they okay. know well, we'll they see. are a number one seed We'll in see. the NCAA tournament and will more than likely be going to Manchester, New Hampshire.
0: Well, I mean, at least that's the way I see it anyway.
1: Well, we know it's Manchester Allentown and it makes right. all the sense in the world it in Manchester. So that's probably where they won't go. <laughs> well, I, I
0: guess it really depends on how much they want to protect Penn state as the home team. I don't know. And I'm not knocking them going, you know, ASU went there And the Penn State people were great to us
1: What are you trying to say?
0: I'm just saying I'm not trying to knock The fact that they're hosting I'm not trying to knock that at all um, Would it I mean, either way They're going to have to have a Denver Or a Michigan in that breed, in that bracket
1: The way it looks right now But it could yeah, be that's, that's Denver you. It could be Denver, BU. Well, Michigan's up in Manchester, not in the top yeah. four right now.
0: No, I know. No, but what I'm saying is, either way, Penn State's going to have another uh, a team that's ranked higher than them in their regional right. that they're hosting.
1: Yep, yep, yeah, absolutely. So, anyway that that's what I'm saying. But I think this year in the in the Frozen Faceoff, I think we're going to see two or three teams that are already locks to go to the uh, national tournament and maybe two or two teams that are not locks. So that means well, there's going to be an upset or two. Le- well,
0: yes. Okay, fine. Whatever you, you use, what you can phrase it. Um, are, are there some underdogs likely or have a legitimate chance to win their first round series? Yes. Um. It also depends on the matchups. And the only team that would be a shock if they won their first-round series would be Miami. They know that. I mean, I'm not keeping a great big secret here.
1: Exactly, but I don't think anybody would be shocked if North Dakota won on the road. No. If Duluth won on the road or CC won on the road.
0: I think they'd be a little more shocked at CC, but not stunned. Not like, holy cow not Miami beating Denver's shocking.
1: So here would be, here would be the thing though, I think Paul, and then we'll take a break and we'll come back and talk about the rest of our uh, coverage area. But um, this is a thing that I look at. Um, Each team has got goals, right? Everybody wants to win the national championship. And you look at North Dakota arguably is having a down year, UMD is arguably having a down year. Um if they were to to quote unquote upset win in the first round, nobody would be surprised. But it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like how am I saying this correctly? It wouldn't be like, oh, this is this is huge for us. So we pulled an upset, it's huge you for us I to just get those frozen said, faces. For said. any of them. No, no. That's not what I'm talking about. You gotta let me finish. Um but what I think for Colorado College, it means a whole bunch more than North Dakota making oh, it, sure. or UMD making it. Because Absolutely, this is a progression, and we talked with Coach Mayer Absolutely. about it last night. Uh, year one was year one. Year two now is is coming up, and it's you know that would be the next progression, and would be a big feather in their cap to get to the Frozen Faceoff. They're talking about finishing fifth in the conference which they've never done before so being one of the top four to go to the frozen face-off would be a huge thing i think that would be the storyline uh for everybody now do do any of those teams have a chance to win the frozen face-off of course they do because it's one and done one hot goaltender one funny bounce and you win it right anyway did i just make a prediction because i think i did I think CC might be the team that's going to sneak in there and join uh, Denver, Western Michigan, and whoever that third team is. Like I said, it depends on the matchups. So anyway, uh, that's how how things stack up. It'll be a very busy weekend. Paul Hornstein will have as many of his TVs, computers, laptops, um, phone screens, however many he can get going watching games this weekend. And thank God the NCHC. Has, uh, four screens. So you can get as many as in up, uh, but CBS four. sports has the first three. game. CBS sports has the first game. Well, no, it's actually Probably. the last game, which is good. Yeah. The latest game. Yeah. True. But yeah. But I mean, they have, uh, they have one of the games, so it won't be on NCHC anyway, let's take a quick break. Let's come back. Cause we've got more to talk about some big matchups still going on with our teams in the, uh, Independent Cup and um, and just playing hockey. We'll be right back.
0: At behind the mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind The Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. fashion, talent, development. NCAA Hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras.
1: And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goal. He scores. Gail McCarr. Gail McCarr. He
0: scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Oh, my Visit CollegeHockeyInc.com and follow at College Hockey. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than some good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated, The Spaghetti Shack is located at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, as well as its ghost kitchen, in Queen Creek. For lunch, dinner, or catering, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today.
1: All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. It's Tuesday night, which means it's time for College Hockey West Weekly. Halfway through the show, Scott Strandy with you tonight in Chandler, Arizona. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein from that big, beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, we talked NCH stuff do you do that? for the first half of the show. What, what's that? Why
0: do you lie to the audience?
1: <laughs> You're not on Long Island in your palatial estate?
0: Um, uh, I am on Long Island, yes. <laughs> palatial estate? Okay. No
1: okay just check it um i was gonna have master Simone and and um grando check it out but
0: well you keep threatening that and fine i'd you know, they'll go by just as long as they bring the bagels
1: <laughs> can, can they knock on the door or can i get through the gate first there's a gate okay just check it. <laughs> you give them a gate code <laughs> anyway um th- th- that's enough of the nonsense uh, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to talk about some of the other matchups this weekend. Okay. Our friends at Air Force, uh, man, what a tough year for them. Very. Um, tough. It it looks so promising on paper, and yep. from what we saw last year at the end of the year, and yep. um, to see them, as Frank would say, headed to the golf course early, is uh, is it's just sad. It really is because yeah. that they had so much, and and for this to be the year that they. Change of format in Atlantic Hockey, and they don't even get a chance to, to to go on the road and play somebody and see if they can pull the uh, proverbial Air Force upset.
0: I'm going to be very, yeah, I'm going to be very interested to see um, if they change that again for next year. Um, I I don't know. You know, I'm not inside those athletic directors' offices or the conference offices. But I'm sure there'll be some people that are very upset and want to change it again. And there are some people who are like, Yeah, this makes it more gives us a lot, it gives us a chance to uh have the first two rounds be best two out of three. So I don't know. Yeah, unless don't unless, know you're, you're, unless you're unless you're unless you're gonna talk about playing playing game like in the midweek, which I'm all for, but
1: <laughs> of course you are. the coaches and the travel as as budgets not on, are not Tuesday. Well, and yeah, the travel well, budgets are not in favor of that. Uh probably not. But anyway, Atlanta Hockey trying to be the first conference with twenty-four teams. Um, that's I think their goal. They want to have twenty-four. No, teams it's not. The that's
0: part of the, that's <laughs> that's part of the
1: issue. I'm joking. I, well, just, I'm just saying. That, I mean, they, but they always seem to add more teams, and and now Robert Morris just, coming back.
0: No, they just everybody wants to throw teams in there. The rest well, of but, college hockey
1: wants them to take on because of their location it everything is close to them except air force yeah and huntsville of course huntsville poor huntsville are they still there do we even know has anybody even heard from huntsville no
0: but i'm assuming the money's still there sitting in a bank account somewhere
1: uh let's hope it's not one bank that we know of well yeah we're not going to get into that (laughs) anyway anyway um so Air Force uh season is over. um Lindenwood is going to make a two week trip, and we should have had Rick on this week. We really should have because a two week trip in Alaska. I can't wait to hear what that's like from Corsamba. maybe we'll try to get him on next week while he's up there. Um, yeah, well
0: maybe he can you know he can he can ice fish and talk to us from wherever he's fishing.
1: He can look for Nanooks. I don't know they don't well
0: I guess they swim and they fish. Yeah, I don't think they I don't think they they swim in you
1: know, under the ice though. Yeah, I don't know about that, but they uh they're ferocious. Anyway, he'll be there and the Lindenwood Lions will be there to play um Fairbanks this weekend and that will be the final two games for Fairbanks and then they'll go next well, weekend let's, to play let's Anchorage, just a regular season game for Fairbanks. For well, week. let's just
0: say that their their regular season ended a while ago, and that basically these are all NCAA tournament games for them.
1: Yeah, good stuff, really good stuff. Uh, Fairbanks will be fired up, so uh, Coach Zombo, I hope you guys are ready because that is a team of destiny. I'm talking about the Alaska Fairbanks Nanooks.
0: I, they're just a hardworking team that's earned it. Huh? You want to call that a team of destiny? Okay, that's fine.
1: You want me to give them all nicknames? I got some. Rads. Yeah, I would rather you
0: just stay away from the nicknames.
1: Okay. Johnny the Glue Sorensen, Matt Radz Radomski. I got a million of them. That's the problem. <laughs> That's, about a anyway. million
0: That's about a million more than you need.
1: <laughs> so Lindenwood traveling to play Fairbanks, Fairbanks this weekend. And on the other side of the state of Alaska... The Arizona State Sun Devils will make their second trip to Alaska to take on the Anchorage Seawolves, and goodness gracious, the Seawolves have been out on the East Coast for a week, maybe even a little more than a week. They're just probably flying home either tonight or tomorrow and then get ready for Arizona State, who's going to come in uh, badly beaten up and badly shorthanded. Um, what do you expect, Paul, from this weekend in Anchorage?
0: That's a good question. I wish I had an equally as good an answer. I, I I just don't know.
1: I don't think any of us do. Um, the Seawolves just seem to keep continuing to get better, and Arizona State is in a tailspin, and they're just trying to grab onto something and, and level the wings a little bit, if you will, using an airplane well, here's here's
0: here's what I'll tell you. All right, you know, you know Anchorage is going to play hard. And I just want to see ASU play as hard this weekend and ne- in the week after against LIU as they played against Fairbanks.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely. all. And we also know that uh, there's good goaltenders again on both ends of the ice. TJ Sampson is uh you know, he's just he's just TJ Sampson Velter. He's about as good as it gets in any situation uh between the pipes, and I don't know who's going to start for for Anchorage, but does it matter? Because anybody they throw out there seems to perform very well.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I just want to see them. I just want to see, you know, I, like I said, I expect Anchorage to play hard because they they have all year, and I just want to see ASU play like they played against Fairbanks uh, in their last four games and let the chips fall where they may.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. And we'll see what happens uh, this weekend. Um, so that's Lindenwood. That's Fairbanks. That's Anchorage. That's um, ASU. We've talked Denver. We've talked CC. We're not really talked CC, but where where are the CC Tigers going this weekend, Paul? Nowhere. They're playing at home against Denver. Home and home. So yeah, they're not play, going anywhere. They'll play at Magnus. And then they'll play at Robeson on uh, Saturday night, eight o'clock start for everybody in the mountain time zone on Friday night and six o'clock start for everybody in the mountain time zone on Saturday night. Okay. I will be at both those. I hope. Um, so we'll find out, but anyway, so all of our teams are covered. Um, then, then it gets down to the nitty gritty. Then the pairwise really starts to mean something, doesn't it? After this weekend. No, it already does, but I mean it really starts to mean oh, something. Well, well, sort of, because you're going to start whittling teams down. You're already on, doing that. You are, but you aren't. If you know but what it, I mean. I mean, there's still there's still talk of some 500 teams that are hanging around. Well, the only way they get in is win the conference. All right. So that guess what happens this weekend? That that trek. For them starts this weekend, right? And next weekend, and they got to keep going until they uh, are either eliminated or they're on top of the mountain. Well, and if they're eliminated, that could mean they're also eliminated from the pairwise. Well,
0: the 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 thing about the thing about it is, is you have uh, the two teams that you're talking about, Notre Dame and Michigan State, playing against each other. So, oh, it
1: just gets crazier. It just gets crazier
0: so we'll we'll see um right now, Notre Dame is a game over five hundred um to give themselves a shot in an at large bid, they have to obviously win the series and then probably beat the gophers on top of it to make sure they stay over five hundred. So a lot of work ahead for Notre Dame or Michigan State for that matter.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, we did talk uh, the Super 16. Do you think we need to go over that one more time? Because I like it. I I think the Super 16 was really good.
0: Well, uh, obviously, I think it is because
1: I did it. (laughs) Um, And then we talked about uh the pairwise and i i think maybe you should go through the pairwise numbers more importantly cuz we know yours is correct but let's let's see what the pairwise says let's see what that computer says Do you have that in front of you by chance yes Has okay it changed really give me the give me the top 5 just oh no i know for us but for the novice fan that maybe just tunes in on tuesday night to hear a couple of knuckleheads right. let's tell them uh what the computer says before i have to drop the gloves and go take the computer down again anyway uh, give me know? the give me the top five.
0: Okay, the other maroon and gold team, Quinnipiac, that'd be, Denver. That'd be the Minnesota Gophers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quinnipiac, Denver, Michigan, St. Cloud.
1: So Michigan's still holding the number four spot right. as of right now. Right. Okay. I, I
0: don't think St. Cloud could
1: catch them with a the sweep this weekend, but who knows? Yeah, exactly. So then um, let's go with four through eight. Who we got there?
0: I'm sorry,
1: five through eight.
0: Sorry. Uh, Once again, five is St. Cloud, BU, Harvard, and Penn State.
1: Can those change, Paul? Are those going to fluctuate some? They could, yeah, very easily. Because there's some really close numbers, aren't there?
0: Yeah, they could very change very very easily.
1: Okay, so then let's talk nine through twelve. What about them? Who are they? Uh, Ohio State. This is radio. They can't see them.
0: Well, I'm just asking what you want. That's all. Ohio State, Western Michigan, Tech. That would be Michigan Tech and Fairbanks.
1: Fairbanks holding down the number twelve spot in the pairwise as we where they speak. need
0: to be, to be honest.
1: Can can they can they go any higher, Paul? In your estimation, I don't think so. So if, I mean, if I they guess, come in as a number, if they come uh, in as would number would really
0: depend. I mean. That would put them what where? I mean, would would I mean do, I don't know. Do you, do does Michigan Tech get beat this weekend by Saint Thomas that maybe drops them? But I don't see that happening. Um, I mean, I think that's the only way they could move up to eleven. But like I said, I don't see, really see that happening.
1: Okay, so let's do thirteen through sixteen.
0: Cornell, Notre Dame. Minnesota State, and whoever wins Atlanta Hockey.
1: Wow. Um, That Notre Dame team ahead of Minnesota State bothers me. I'm sorry. It just bothers me. Minnesota State is a much better team than Notre Dame. I've seen them both. Right. That bothers me. Right. Can they flip-flop?
0: Possibly. I think it's close enough. So Notre so Dame well, has to win. Notre, Notre Dame has to win. So no, none of that matters. They have to win. They have to win their first round against Michigan State.
1: Otherwise, they'll be bumped.
0: Um. Well, if they lose, depends. Do they lose two out of three or do they lose? Do they get swept? Because if they lose two out of three. That puts them at 16, 16 and five. If they get swept, that puts them at 15, 16,
1: and 5. Yeah. So so let me ask you this. If they get swept or they split or whatever. um, Well, if they split, they're still on the bubble. Can somebody catch them, though, from behind is what I'm saying. Who can catch them? Who are the teams that could catch them um, if they slip up?
0: I would assume it's Minnesota State. Obviously, it's Minnesota State because they're not that far
1: behind. And maybe Omaha. So as we look at it today, Paul in the pairwise, Omaha is not in the tournament.
0: Correct? Uh no, they're not. Despite what being they have second in the
1: league. What do they have to do to get into the tournament? Is there anything they can do besides sweep or win the uh frozen? Well, face-off? first of
0: all, hope that Michigan State wins.
1: Because Michigan State is behind Omaha right now, currently, correct?
0: Well, but that would knock Notre Dame basically out of the, out of things,
1: right? But you know the teams that you listed to me, and I know there's some some real tightness, if you will, from probably seven to to twenty, eighteen, something like that. No, no, no? not anymore. There
0: are like eight, nine, and ten are very close. Um, I mean, not even so much eight, but um. St. Cloud, BU, and Harvard are very close. You could throw Penn State into that group. Um, Ohio State, Western, um, and Michigan Tech are all very, very close. You can see those teams possibly move around a little bit. Um, I mean, Alaska, I guess, could drop down to 13. 13.
1: Let, let me ask you this, then, because this is a word you love in college hockey. You might love Thank it you, all the time. Chaos. Yes, sir. So what? W- let me give you some scenarios for chaos. What happens if we have a surprise winner in the frozen faceoff? Somebody out of the blue. What happens if we have somebody from, God forbid, the Big Ten? come from out of the blue. Well, you're only talking about what happens if Hockey East has somebody come from out of the blue. Well, yeah. Uh, you you could this be the year Paul where we lose three pairwise teams could. to to champions from could. from their conference tournament? It could. It because...
0: it doesn't usually seem to happen that way, but I
1: mean theoretically this would this is the kind of year where that could happen. Yeah, th- this is that could be the result of parity. That we've been talking about all year about how equal a lot of these teams are. Um, this could be the year that you have a really good year and you're sitting in the pairwise, and the next thing you know, you're out of the pairwise. Well,
0: this is why you try to get 12 or higher to give yourself as much room as possible. I, I, I can't off the top of my head tell you that it's ever happened. We're thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen and the pairwise got knocked out of the tournament because of upsets. But I'm gonna assume it's happened once.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't I know think either. I think if that does happen though, you know what the, the big scream is gonna be? What? More teams, more teams. Well, I think more that's coming. Teams. That's coming. I think it is too, but I think this year is gonna be the thing that, that just says we need more teams. I think well, there's too many good teams right now that are at the outside looking in. Here's here's the only thing I would say about that
0: that uh, the 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 adding of teams to the NCAA tournament. On uh, as of right now, the regionals and frozen forest set out till 2026. Now, unless they come up with a way to incorporate those things,
1: could could they not into have
0: an expanded tournament?
1: Could they not have like you you've been talking about with baseball, like a super regional first?
0: They could. That's and what I'm then, saying. Unless they figure out, like I said, they would have to figure out a way. To, I would assume to incorporate this, and then say in twenty six twenty seven, we're gonna the format will be set at in this way,
1: but. That's still, you know. Well, you know my barometer. My barometer for the NCAA tournament, I I think you have to have 20 wins. If you're less than 20 wins, you probably don't belong there, even though a team could get there by winning their their conference tournament. Um, I still think you got to have 20 wins because that, to me, what that shows is not longevity, but um, you've, you've, been there. It ta- it takes something to win twenty of thirty-four thirty-six games. Well it it takes consistency and talent because no matter who you're playing against, to get to twenty wins is not an easy task. Just ask the Arizona State Sun Devils who um were really hoping to be at twenty wins. Well,
0: I mean I I, I don't right now in the pairwise, you know if you when you look at it I mean, Ohio State might get in with less than twenty wins and less likely that Notre Dames, but those are the only two teams that are likely to have that happen,
1: okay, so that tells you that that begs the question how many uh twenty win teams are there or possibility of twenty win teams that are right on the edge that might get bumped two as of right now, yeah, um. Are there any other teams that could win as many as 20 if they win their conference tournament?
0: Yeah. UConn. Okay. Northern Michigan. So there you go.
1: That's, that's my point though. You're talking, uh, you know, 16, 20 teams that are going to have 20 win seasons. And some of them are not going to be invited to the big dance. Right. Well, there we go. That's that's the number one reason for expanding the tournament is that a 20-win team should not be left out. That's just my gut feeling. I think uh, when you've won 20 games in NCAA hockey, you've done something.
0: Well, then the standard has to be not the pairwise standard has to be win
1: 20 games and you're in, and it doesn't matter who you play. No, no, I'm I'm just saying that you got to use both because the pairwise has its value. As far as you know, ultimately it'll be fine. It's the process of getting there that's irritating, and I think you have to use both. It's just like uh, a show that I heard on the other night on Monday night. It's called Analytics and Eyeballs. Never heard. You of use you use both because that's how you get the real champion is uh, with your eyeballs and with the analytics. Right. You can't use one or the other because you can't just look at a team and go, "Yep, they're the champion." Um, what happens if you have more than 16, 20 twenty-win teams? That's what I'm saying. That's if why you it's have time more? to expand. Well, it's time to expand. Give them a shot. Not... Give a twenty-win team a shot. Is all I'm asking. Listen,
0: first of all, once again, if the barometer is twenty wins, then then it does. Then 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 you don't need the pairwise.
1: Yes, you do need the pairwise because you oh, got to rank them. You got to rank them, not just by wins, but you can't. What what you say every week? What I'm saying right now is that you got to take out the the 17, 18, 19 win teams and replace them with 20, 21 win teams, because it means something. I watched it this weekend in front of me with Fairbanks. They really wanted 20 wins. They wanted they want 22, but it was a big night Saturday night when they got to 20. And uh, you know, and like, you know, for other teams like Arizona State, it was it was painful to to know that you're not going to reach 500. So if you get to 20, well, what, win, what 20 that? wins, you should be rewarded with a bid to the national tournament. And if you've got too many teams that get 20 wins, then you should have. It should be time to expand it i think we're in agreement on that it should be 20 or 24 teams right now no
0: no no no. but no i'm not i am in agreement with you that we should that they should expand the tournament but not on your cockamamie no, no no i'm crazy, not saying that i'm just oh, saying 30, that 20 wins they should be in
1: okay so if you win 20 teams 20 games in a season you're saying that you're not good enough to be play for a national title
0: what i'm saying is Based on the criteria, as they are set right now, there might be a couple no, of no. teams.
1: I'm not asking that. I'm saying, like,
0: are if you, you, are look, you change Are you changing I, the criteria to say 20 wins gets you automatically in?
1: No, I'm saying. And it saying doesn't that matter. You, no, I'm saying you have to have 20 wins to be considered. So if you're 17, 18, or 19 wins, you can't be considered, just like they say under 500.
0: That's not the same
1: thing why not it's just not (laughs) what do you mean it's not there's a criteria for 500 and there's not a criteria for 20 wins except there are exceptions what's better no what's better 20 wins or 500 because you can't have both you can't have they don't play 40 games right so if you win 20 games you're telling me that's not as good as a team that's 500 I don't know. I'd have to see the teams. Oh, that's BS. That's BS. If well, you win if 20 te- games against anybody, you should have a shot at playing for the national championship. Well, no, there's a criteria. I know there is. I'm telling you, you should. So it's time to change the criteria. Oh, well, that's what I'm asking you. I asked
0: you if you were going to change the criteria.
1: Yes, and I said yes. I said, okay. but you have to use both. You no, can't no, no, just... no, 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 no you can't use you can't use just pairwise and you can't use just eyeballs you have to use analytics and eyeballs to determine what teams deserve a shot at the national championship because strictly because you can't with a 34 36 game season you can't play and we're seeing that this year you can't play a cross-pollination schedule because of the 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 amount of games that you have to play within conference, so we either have to expand the, expand the season and play more games, or you have to change the criteria a so, little bit. And so, say, the,
0: but once again, so AIC, who is right now thirty second in the pairwise, say they win their first round matchup. Okay. okay, they win their first matchup against number seven Holy Cross in their tournament. Okay, and then they win another game in the second round. Okay. Against either Niagara or Sacred Heart, okay, that gives them twenty wins. That should give them consideration, even though they're thirty second in the pairwise.
1: Absolutely, because that that's that's where you have to look and use your eyeballs and say, hey, these guys somehow got twenty wins, because that's what you're saying about Quinnipiac, who might have the easiest schedule of any of the teams that are in the top sixteen, if you will, in the pairwise. They uh, and know. they they've posted a bunch of wins, and you still got to look at them and say, okay, wouldn't it be it? But but still, even the but criteria no, 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 no. that's see, out there no, doesn't see, give them the number all, one
0: criteria. First of all, um, we're talking 28 3 and 3.
1: How, how is not, that? Number, that's not just that's not how, just how is that not number the, one in the country?
0: There, well, I do have them number one. I know you do, but I said, but, in, but in once again, the pair wise, how just, is
1: that not number one in the country?
0: That's not just um, wins because their schedule is quote unquote easy.
1: I didn't know. I didn't say that. I said they have the easiest of all the teams that are wow. there. And that's why they're being held back to second and they can't pass Minnesota no matter what they do. Um, because people are always going to look at it and say, oh, the strength of schedule was so much tougher for Minnesota. So they're worthy, even though they have what, five less wins? Right.
0: But they're 25, 8, and 1.
1: And what's Quinnipiac? 28, 3, and 3. <laughs> okay. Quinnipiac's got a better record.
0: Yeah, they definitely have a better winning percentage. And it's they not definitely it's, have a better record.
1: And it's not really close. It's a couple of games, three games, right? And that's still not good enough to get to number one. So what do you do? How do you get to number one then? If you're if you're three games better, if they were undefeated, if they had six more wins and were undefeated, would that be good enough? Or would they still say no? No, it's not good enough because. I don't know. I know that's exactly the point that I'm making. Nobody. Would it be X going to have a chance to find out? Exactly. So and that and that's what I'm saying about 20-win teams. Give no, them a chance. but that doesn't automatically give make them you... a chance. Stop. It, it might have to come in as as teams. Stop. You know, 17, Stop. 18, 19, and 20. But you deserve a shot. Stop. That's the point. You deserve a shot.
0: All I'm saying is, well, expand, then,
1: the, expand the tournament, which we and all give 20 on. or 24 teams a shot, right? Because I think you can find, especially this year, at least 20 teams that would be under my new criteria would be formidable opponents well, I, I and would deserve they're... a shot at the national tournament. That's all I'm saying, you just give them a shot. And if you're under if you're under 20 wins, then you don't deserve that shot. Go win 20 games, and then and then you deserve a shot somewhere in the tournament. Might be the last seed, but there should be a spot for you.
0: Well, as long as everybody
1: agrees on that, you could change well, it. Nobody that will nobody will that, nobody will ever agree on it. I'm just saying that I think that that's fair, and I think what's going to happen this year is it's going to show out more than ever before. Because of the parity in college hockey, which, of course, came from the extra years of eligibility and the transfer portal, um, they, they created parity. And now the, the the powers that be must look at it and say, OK, we created this parity. Now we got to start um, making some changes to allow that parity to get an opportunity to play. That's all people want. They just want a shot. Ask the guys from Anchorage or uh, Fairbanks. They they just want a shot, just well, just get us it. in the tournament. Uh, they have, but I just mentioned to you a scenario where they might not. They might not get in. They could be one of those teams that gets bumped by a conference champion. Well, right Even now they, you'd have they to could have right, a twenty-two. Right win now season. you'd have to have three of those. If I just gave you three, I just gave you three. So you could have a twenty-two win team. From Fairbanks and they could right. get bumped because there's a frozen face off winner, there's a Big Ten upset winner, and who you name the other conference, doesn't matter. Uh, upset winner. If those three happen, then a twenty two win team is left out in the cold. Not necessarily. What do you mean, not necessarily? Not necessarily. Well you that say would be three spot- teams
0: that took their spot? Well, that would be right now, Alaska's twelve. So Atlantic hockey at 16 and the three upsets 15, 14, and 13.
1: Okay. So they'd have to stay there. But look okay, at, we're splitting hairs here. I'm just saying, like, oh, that's they, they could. To, be. That's
0: why they have to stay there at 12. Exactly. That's why they have to win this week. So this but is even why. if
1: they win this week, that doesn't guarantee them staying at 12 because somebody could catch them from behind <sighs> because of the strength of schedule. And nothing, take nothing away from Lindenwood, but defeating Lindenwood on your home ice. Is not like winning a couple of games in the NCHC tournament. No, it's not. Or the Why, Big we Ten understand tournament. That. So you we could understand. you could fall. You could win, you could sweep, get twenty two wins, and you could fall to thirteen or fourteen and be ousted.
0: Uh well, uh, no, well, let's find out. Let's what? let's just <laughs> I know we could find out. All you do is do
1: the pairwise, but Well,
0: yeah, we're we're trying to do that here.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that they can do all that they can at this point to get to 22 wins, and they could slip to 13 or 14 and be one of those teams we just mentioned that gets bumped out of the tournament due to conference winners who normally wouldn't have that happen, I don't think, but could this year because of the parity across college hockey.
0: Well, well, Cornell doesn't even play this weekend, so.
1: Oh, and what's that, a criteria? (laughs) Not to move up because I've seen plenty of teams not play and move up. Well, it, it's hard to kind of play
0: around with the pairwise if they're not, if they're uh, if stuff is not on the schedule here because it only goes to the end of the regular season.
1: That's okay. We're going to run out of time anyway. But um, anyway, that's, I'm just throwing a hypotheticals here, and I'm I'm trying to make a case for why they should expand the tournament. Um, because I think have, we you both you agree have to that do that. Everybody agrees that they should. I know, but this is a case that, that the, the powers that be could look at and go like, okay, this is why we need to make this decision and expand it.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. I just don't like your criteria. That's all.
1: <laughs> you are just argumentative face it. <laughs> Caden the Sponge and From the Summer uh,
0: Skate Studios, Behind the Mask's College Hockey West Weekly, brought to you by Desert Toyota. at 7150 East 22nd Street in Tucson, or at deserttoyota.com. We are the Toyota dealer that Tucson counts on. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations, or behindthemask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Now, at our two locations, the original at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, or the new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. For the NCHC and NCHC.tv, subscribe to NCHC.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Jets Pizza. Go to jetspizza.com to find your fresh deal at your nearest Jets location today. Top Golf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. To your local Top Golf Center or go to TopGolf.com. Spaghetti Shack, quality food quickly with locations in Tempe and Pine Top and the Ghost Kitchen in Queen Creek. Go to SpaghettiShack.com to order yours today. Season Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. Liberty University, hockey education and faith with equal passion at Liberty.edu. M Drive, go to MDriveForMen.com to see which M Drive formula is for you and by College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly, presented by Behind the Mask, and all the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download at whatever your preferred podcast platform is. Search I-T-H-S-W Podcasts, all one word. That's I-T-H-S-W Podcasts, all one word. Subscribe, rate, and review. Help others find the show. On the Mass College Hockey West Weekly and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the West.com network. Now you can continue with your nonsense.
1: <laughs> no, the show's over now. It's <laughs> no point. Anyway, um, we'll uh, remind everybody that tomorrow night is a very big night for the uh, Great West College Hockey Podcast because we should know the teams in the national tournament by the time we go on. And we're going early tomorrow because uh, my co-host has a big nhl game to attend so we will go early tomorrow night and then sunday night paul hornstein i'll be back with you uh, for college hockey west live we'll be talking everything that's happened over the weekend and of course next monday is analytics and eyeballs the format that should be used for the national tournament criteria and then tuesday night will be college hockey west weekly again we'll have some great guests we'll have some great conversation and we will tell you what's going on as teams head towards birth in the national tournament. We'll say goodnight. Little Roger Klein, of the Peacemakers, Good De Niro. night, goodnight, everybody.